systems are offline. first episode of the wildcat podcast with your hosts carol and Mafi. hi i'm carol i'm a sophomore at ac and i love podcasts i listen to them all the time so i'm really excited to be starting one for the wildcat post hi i am Mafi. i am also a sophomore at isc and i'm really excited to be doing this carol and i have been wanting to do this for a very long time that's true so to get things started we're going to give an overview of the podcast and how it's going to be like So every week, we're going to have a new episode, and we're going to be talking about different topics, depending on what is trending and what's going on in the world. We're also going to be touching upon different topics that are going to be in the articles of the Wildcat Post. Today, we are actually going to be adding on and delving in deeper into one of the topics covered in an article written by Elena Nascimento. So this article was a review of the television show, The Wilds. The Wilds is an Amazon Prime television show that was released in December of 2020. It centers on a group of eight teenage girls from radically different backgrounds who find themselves stranded on a remote island, unaware that they've just become the subjects of an elaborate social experiment. Okay, so actually a fun fact, um, I watched this show the day that it was released, December 11th, and as soon as I watched it, I literally binge watched the whole thing in one day, and I told everybody that I know to watch it and harass them. That is very true. Carol could not stop talking about The Wilds and I had to watch it and I do not regret it. It is amazing. Very, rec- I very much recommend it. Every episode of this show centers around one of the girls and their life before getting to the island as well as them actually in the island. So let's now get a little bit more specific and talk about the girls themselves. The first character that we are introduced to is Leah. She's a 17-year-old girl from California who we learn has recently gone through a very difficult breakup and is in a funk, which is why her parents sent her to this so-called retreat. The next character we have is Rachel. Rachel is an elite diver uh, who has driven herself into dangerous lanes to excel at her sports. She's very motivated self-starter who leads the charge to find a way off the island and back to the pursuit of her olympic dreams she really wants to get off this island next we have dot she's a very tough texan girl who can be very funny at times she's had to shoulder a lot of adult responsibilities in her young life which gives her an air of dependability on the island she's the first person the other girls look to when something needs to get done or when they need help with something And she really loves survival TV shows, so she has a deep understanding of survival tips and tricks in the island. And now we get to the character of Tony, and Tony is a basketball player. However, she is super feisty, and she has a lot of anger issues, and she's very strong-willed. Like, all the time, you can see that she's very tense, and she knows herself to be very strong, and she's not afraid to tell people uh, what she thinks is right or wrong, even though it may get her into trouble sometimes. Despite her aggression, Tony has a softer side, uh, which she only opens up to people that she actually really trusts. Next is Fad. She's a girl with a bold fashion sense, and she's also a very well-accomplished cellist. When she doesn't pull her weight on the island, the others mistake her for a slacker. But if they knew her past, they'd realize nothing could be further from the truth. Something else that I would like to add about Fadden is... She is so funny. She's always dropping these one-liners and I laughed all the time at her. I just love her. But next, we also have another character that I deeply love, which is Shelby. Shelby 
loves God and Jesus, and she's a pageant princess from the heart of Texas. And she has a natural optimism that helps all the people in the island stay hopeful because she's always looking on the bright side of things. And despite her angelic appearance, Shelby actually has a lot of hidden grit and a number of secrets that she's keeping from the others. Next is Nora. She's one of my personal favorites. She's quiet, she's smart, she has a lot of book facts, and she's had a very hard time fitting in among her peers. She may seem meeker and more reserved than her fraternal twin, Rachel, but she's the secret strength in their relationship. Yeah, and throughout the show, we see a lot of their dynamic. And uh, lastly, we have Martha. Martha is an animal lover with a big heart. She's very childish at times. However, she does have a very deep connection to her Native American heritage. She's a proud member of the Ojibwe tribe. And she's super sweet and optimistic. And uh, she hides the struggles of her past. And on the island, she will face challenges that will force her out of her shell and her comfortable spot. Based on what we just said, we can clearly see that all of them have very different personalities and backgrounds, and their dynamics while stuck in an island are very interesting to watch and see how they interact with each other because of this. And some, another fun fact is that each of them had a pair that they came to the islands that they already knew the person before. So, for example, Fadden and Leah, they knew each other because they were from the same school, as well as Dot and Shelby. However, Nora and Rachel, they are twin sisters, and Martha and Tony are best friends. But also something that's very interesting is that Fatten and Leah, for example, they weren't very close, as well as Dot and Shelby. They really got close through the island and made them have a bigger bond, as well with all the other girls. So the show is also very interesting and important due to its representation on screen. If you compare it with the writing and the storyline of how they show teenagers in this show to other teen shows right now, you can see how accurate the wilds actually is from the different types of teenagers that are showcased or the different backgrounds that they come from. So, for example, two of the girls are Black, two are Indigenous, and one is South Asian. There are also LGBT characters in the show, and they point this out and acknowledge it and go into these topics and issues in each of the girls' personal episodes, which is very good and good to have a presentation on screen. Another interesting thing about the show is that since each episode is from a different character's point of view, the first impressions that we have of them usually change or we're wrong because after we get to know their backstory and what is actually going on in their past life, we get to know them better and see clearer. Um, after we make the discovery that this plane crash is actually part of a social experiment, we get to know the reason why the mind behind this has created this experiment. And things bring up a lot of conversation about feminism and women. This show centers itself around women in front of the screen and behind it. All of our main characters are women, not just white women, but various different types of women, as we've stated before. As well as behind the scene, the showrunners are women, and many of the episodes were directed by women. Martha's episode, for example, was directed by an indigenous trans woman. Okay, so why don't we talk now about the, like, the actual actors? Okay, so I think it's very important to point out that all the main characters that play all the girls in the show, most of them a lot of them didn't have any prior acting experience before this and a lot of them this is like their first like acting role and this is like their first breakout big role and I think that's so interesting to learn because you can't tell that by the acting you really can't because they're honestly very very good like it's somebody that you'd expect that they've had a lot of 
different movies that they've already made because there's not a single one that is actually bad. And I'm expecting to see them a lot in the future. That is true because usually in these like big ensemble shows that have a lot of cast members in it and a lot of characters, there's usually like one or two that you're like, okay, you can mm-hmm. tell that they're not maybe the best actor. Questionable. Yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> kind of like, how did they get hired for this? You know? yeah. But they were like the last choice. They had to pick somebody <laughs> and they were there. The budget was running low that day and they were like, okay. <laughs> exactly. But this show, with all of them being new and like their first big roles, I was very surprised. There's not a one week length. And Very true. Now, going off on piggybacking off this topic, also, I was thinking about a lot of people on social media were talking about, like, oh, they deserve Emmys or awards, mm-hmm. nominations for the acting in the show. And personally, I would like to shout out a few of the actors in the show that I thought did a great job. For example, Sarah Pigeon, who plays Leah. I think she did a yes. great job. She was very, very good. good job. Also, I think that uh, Mia Healy, who plays Shelby, also did a great job in her episode. And uh, Elena Howard, who plays Nora, was also very good. Very, yeah. I agree. However, now that we get to the sad part, which is I don't know if there was be a big chance for there being any acting nominations for this show because... Although we are getting renewed for a second season because a lot of people did like it, since it's an Amazon Prime show and mm. it's their first teen drama show, it, it hasn't been very promoted that well. So not mm. that many people have seen it compared to other teen shows, for example, Euphoria or Riverdale, that so many people, it's so popular and so many people have watched them. So... Due to that, I don't think there's a high chance of there being any nominations. Yeah. And also, can we talk about how you said that it's their first actual teen show? And that's amazing because compared to other, like, for example, many Netflix shows, they aren't very realistic compared to The Wilds. Of course, it isn't very realistic to be stuck in an island. Most people don't go through that. Or a social experiment. Exactly. (laughs) But... Like, people, like, their backstories and, like, the way they act was so realistic compared to other TV shows that have been in the internet. Yeah, and something that I, I also appreciate your point is that Netflix, it produces 10,000, like, teen mm. shows. And a lot of them doesn't feel like they put a lot of effort into it. Like, they didn't really, um, they didn't really invest money into these shows to have good production value to actually pull their whole step their whole foot into it but with this show i think amazon has been planning on doing this show for a while because the production they've shot at like an island there was so many drone shots and like very like expensive shots Mm -hmm. and uh the production value was there and i appreciate that so i'm actually kind of glad Although maybe it doesn't get that much attention as if it would be maybe if it were on Netflix. I appreciate that it was on Amazon Prime so that we can get this production value. This is a very good example of quality over quantity. I because agree, it's, it has a lot more quality to it rather than like in Netflix. There's a bunch of shows, but they're not really, it's like they came up with an idea. They were like, let's just do this. And they didn't really yeah. think of it think about it and like really analyze it but here in amazon prime with this beautiful series that you can tell that they put so much effort into it 
Exactly, Maria. I appreciate a thousand percent what you said because Very I feel like, you, do you know fast food and like fast fashion, which is when they yes. try to produce so much food or clothes for the least possible amount of money, produce it super cheap, and it doesn't, it does, it's not actually very good. I feel like Netflix is sort of becoming the fast food or fast fashion of the film industry. Film. Fast Fast shows. Yes, that's so good. And I think Netflix is sort of becoming that for the film industry, seeing as they are producing, like there's a new Netflix show or movie every week. And very rarely we're seeing something from them that is actually quality entertainment. Every once in a while, we get a few gems. For example, last year, The Queen's Gambit. You can tell Ooh. that was actually a very good show. They actually invested into it. Mm-hmm. They put quality over it. However, there are some other Netflix shows that I see that I'm like, you know, maybe not. Jane Georgia, for example. <laughs> that's a very good example. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's about it for this episode, right, Maria? I think that we can wrap it up. Due to all of the reasons and things that we have explained in this podcast, we highly recommend that you watch The Wilds on Amazon Prime and support it. Also, good news, they are in fact shooting season two right now. So you don't have to be scared or worried that you won't be seeing these characters that you will definitely get attached to again. And that brings us to the end of the first episode of the Wildcat Podcast. Thank you so much. If you listened this far, I'm proud of you. And tune in next week for our next episode. Systems are off.